check out fourthandflex.com where you can find our YouTube channel, become a subscriber, and you could win free prizes such as signed jerseys and anything in between. That's fourthandflex.com. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Enjoy the show. We are back. Welcome back to the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time is now. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? It's time to get into some details. You know, we've been drafting and 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 learning a lot of things, but now it's time to start talking about these players, man. We're getting closer and closer to the season. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And today we're talking about the top 10 fantasy risks worth taking, which I love. I love talking about some of these guys, man. I, I think I think a few of them will surprise people, don't you? Yeah, definitely. You know, we're we're talking about these guys that are, you know, are going later in drafts that um that are really going to surprise people this year. They're going to um, you know, hopefully, you know, um they're going to take off on these teams and and they're going to prove that um you should have took them a little earlier. Um but the, where they're going drafted, it's worth the risk to grab these guys. For sure, for sure, and I love it. Uh before we get into all that, guys, as always, this video is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. Guys, look, if you've watched our show even once, you've heard us talk about it numerous times, and that's Manscaped, baby. Look, people hear Manscaped and they think, okay, well, I I don't need a razor, right? They don't just have razors, okay? They can help you with the face. They can help you with the downstairs area if that's something you need. Uh, I mean, right now, they got the Beard Hedger Pro. This thing's sweet, Trey. I mean, look, you you don't even have to plug it in. I mean, you got to charge it up, but you don't have to plug it in, man. I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting here trying to shave and it just, bam, the cord comes out the wall. No worries here. Look, you're not going to have no heads to fumble around with. You get this head and you get this wheel and you get the length you want. Up, down, up, down, man. And, and you're going to figure things out. Um, another thing I just feel like I have to throw out there is the ball deodorant. Look, that's something, men, fellas, something you didn't even know you needed. Go over to manscaped.com. Use our promo code SUPERFLEX20. And you guys, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. I mean, that's a hell of a deal, Trey. Hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. Guys, thanks again for our friends at Manscaped. Guys, check them out. Uh, real quick, there's some news I think that we just have to talk about, Trey, and that is Dalvin Cook being released from the Vikings. I mean, that's crazy stuff, Trey. I mean, top 10 running back, and you're going to just drop him like it's hot? It's insane to me because Dalvin Cook is a monster when he's on that field. And I know Alexander Madison is literally a clone of Dalvin Cook. So they're mm-hmm. thinking, save some money, use Alexander. Everybody's talking about it. You know, we'll just get rid of Dalvin, but at least get some value for this dude. I mean, wherever right. he goes, he's going to produce. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy, but hey, good luck on Dalvin Cook. I guarantee you he gets a contract he wants. Right. And he put a video out on Twitter today uh, where he was running for like a big 53 yard touchdown against who? The Miami Dolphins. So maybe that's a little foreshadowing. Maybe that's Dalvin Cook saying that's where I want to be. Um, I would honestly love to see him go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, (laughs) I would absolutely love to see that. I mean, I think uh, Rashad White's a great pass catching back. 
get Dalvin in there, man. Woo! Could be electric. Yeah, and you know, a lot of teams have been shopping for running backs all season. Everybody's kind of switching ship uh, or jumping ship, kind of switching teams and everything like that. The Miami Dolphins haven't really looked at running back, and they, I mean, they have some decent running backs in Mostert and Wilson Jr. and everything like that, but they don't have Dalvin Cook. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, big news, man. Dalvin Cook, uh, he could go anywhere. Um, wouldn't it be crazy if he went to the Bills, like hung out with little bro? I mean, he might be taking some carries away from him, so maybe that wouldn't be cool for brother, but. That might be interesting. It definitely would be, you know, especially with a lot of things like the whole LeBron and his son thing, you know, these families wanting to play together, the Diggs boys, you know, um, obviously playing on the same team as your brother has got to be something that you want to do, regardless mm-hmm. of what uh, the payout is and everything looks like. That's something you're thinking about. You know, he has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So big stuff coming out of the NFL, man. Dalvin Cook will fall somewhere and I guarantee he gets a big role. 27 years old. So he's not like too old man he's still got a few good years in him man he's still got that speed breakaway speed dalvin cook's gonna go somewhere man and make some team better definitely definitely but uh let's go ahead and get into it buddy again we're talking about the top 10 risks worth taking in fantasy this season we're gonna start off with a few honorable mentions a few guys that we feel like didn't quite make the list but uh definitely worth mentioning i'm gonna start it off I mean, with Rashad White, my boy out of Tampa Bay, I just kind of mentioned him a little bit, but um, I think he's going to be somebody worth taking, especially if they don't grab uh, Dalvin Cook or another running back. Uh, I, I really think Rashad White has to get the carries over there, don't you? Yeah, and Rashad White is a good football player, man. You know, he just hasn't uh, got all the opportunities to prove himself. And and if they're running with him, I mean, he's going to get that opportunity, especially with the rebuild they got going on down there. I mean, they're going to need to run the ball on the ground here and there, depending on how Baker Mayfield plays out. I think Rashad White's going to get volume regardless of anything. Um, and, and he's fallen in drafts, so I think he's he's worth a look for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Moving on to the next honorable mention. We, again, just touched on this a little bit, and that's Alexander Mattinson, Trey. What do you think Alexander's good? Yeah, you know, Alexander Madison would honestly be on this list, but I have no idea where he's going to go in drafts at this point. I mean, if Dalvin Cook's leaving, Alexander Madison, I mean, is he a, is he a first-round pick? I, I think he has to be a second-round pick. Um, I mean, you saw what he did every time uh, Dalvin Cook was out. He was just exactly putting up the same amount of points, doing exactly what the team wanted for him. I mean, this dude's a monster running back. He just hasn't had the opportunity to shine for the whole season. And if you get that, I mean, it's going to be sky's the limit for this man. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen Dalvin go down in the past and Alexander Madison jumped in, just took off running, man, literally and physically. So uh, Alexander Madison, man, I think it'd be a great ad for you. Just got to know what's going to happen. And then the last mention, honorable mention, and and this is somebody that is, I think is going to be talked about so much, almost probably to nausea, but that is Bijan Robinson. Oh, honey, Dijon over there, man. Explain to them why he is wor- he is a risk, my friend. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Bajon Robinson is great, you know, uh, top pick in the draft. I mean, this dude is a monster. He's going to be great for Atlanta and everything. Um, but the the problem is, is, you know, he's going to be a first-round pick, and that that's a little bit more of a risk than what we're kind of looking at on this, on this list. Um, that's why he's an honorable mention and not actually on the list. But, I mean, the dude's going to be a monster, um, but you're going to have to spend a first-round pick on this guy. I've seen uh, ADP where he's above uh, guys like Austin Eckler. 
I mean, uh, so I mean, it's it's brave souls out there, but I think it'll be worth it in the end. I, I, I do too, man. I'm one of these guys that are really big on Bajan, and um, I, I think he will be worth the risk. But there's still risk there to take, you know. I mean, first round pick. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just one of those guys in fantasy. When, when my first round, I want a guy that is guaranteed to produce, not a rookie. That I mean, but you know what? I feel like you you have to take risks to win uh, leagues. So I mean, maybe it's it's risk worth taking. You know what they say, buddy. You got to risk it to get that biscuit, buddy. And <laughs> sometimes you got to do it, my friend. Uh, but uh, that's our honorable mentions for this list. Let's go ahead and get in at number ten. We are talking about Michael Mayer, tight end from the Las Vegas Raiders. Look, 6'4", 249 pounds. Dude's got nine-inch hands, ran a 4'7 as a tight end, and has been called names such as Baby Gronk. (laughs) Okay, okay, all right. Speaking my language a little bit, you know. Now, look, the scouting report on him for the draft says that he'll be a good starter in two years. I'm thinking he's going to be a little better before that. Look, if you're one of those guys who likes to stream your tight ends, I really think uh, with no Waller there, uh, dude's going to do great. They did pick up Austin Hooper in the uh, offseason, so that's something to look out for. But we know Austin Hooper. He's bounced around for a reason. He's had his moments. I think Michael Mayer's time to shine is coming. And look, he can block. He can catch passes over the middle touchdowns. I've seen him make one handed catches that were just beautiful, man. No doubt. No doubt. And with a game time manager quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he loves the tight end. And with Michael Mayer out there, I really think this team, you know, this team itself, the Raiders themselves love the tight end position. You know, when Derek Carr was there, it was check down city. Um, and a big dude like that, baby Gronk style player, um, I really think he's going to get out there and put up some points. And this is one of those tight ends that you can literally get in the very last round. Some drafts he's going undrafted. You know, you might even think, you know, I won't even look at tight end and grab one on the waiver. But just for your, if you if you don't get, take one of those top tight ends, guys, this is a great guy to look at in your very last round to just grab him up. And you know, if he doesn't produce for the first couple of weeks, there was no um risk on taking him in that last last round there so so you can just grab a different guy off the waiver but i really think he's going to be producing i think he's gonna be worth that final pick me too buddy i do think he's going to be worth the risk also i thought worth mentioning you know he did set the uh the tight end record for receptions and receiving yards at notre dame in his last year man so i mean that's something that's something to look out for Uh, but we're moving it on to the number nine on our list and that is Kadarius. Tony. Um, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, Kadarius Tony, this dude cannot stay healthy. And sure, but you know, um, you know, I don't know if there's any proof behind it, but a lot of it was saying that he faked those injuries at the Giants. Mm. Um, I know that the injuries at Kansas City obviously were probably real because uh, that's the team he wants to play for now. Um, but you know, at this point, he is the defined wide receiver one for Kansas City. I mean, the team has came out and basically said it, and and they're Super Bowl champions. I mean, this is a team that is really good at winning and really good at putting up points on the board. And the wide receiver one on their team, I want him on mine. Um, you know, obviously he has the talent. This dude is all over the place with his quick movements and everything like that. He does struggle with being healthy and I understand that, but you know, maybe this is the year where he finally figures it out. The team has been working with him um, and you're getting him in the sixth and seventh round in your league. So it's not even a huge risk for a wide receiver one on a Super Bowl champion team. 
Um, he's predominant. Uh, this is a quote from the general manager, Brett Veach. Um, he said he's predominantly been a guy that is a slot receiver, returner, runner, gadget guy, if you will. But I don't know if there is a limit on his game because he has a vertical game. Um, so the sky's the limit with this kid. Absolutely. And that's coming straight from the general manager. So that's exciting for me. That's exciting for fantasy. And I think in the seventh round, it's an exciting pick. I love it. I love it. But the, the risk is, you know, as such injury, um, you know, we did see him come into Kansas City. We had big hopes for him. You know, he, he didn't really produce for us the way that we wanted him to. He had a couple of big uh, moments here and there, but it's definitely a risk that I also believe is worth taking, though, this year. One thing I want to say, you know, fantasy changes every week. You know, you, you almost never do you have the same team you drafted by the same team you finish with. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, is if Kadarius Tony can win me my first four weeks, um, I think it's worth the seventh round pick. For and I'll sure. find something on the waivers after that. That's a good way to think about it. I really like that. But let's move it on to our number eight guy on the list, and that is Samaji Pirine. Hey, Pirine's a, a 27 years old. It seems like he's getting better with age. Um, look at the Broncos depth charts. Pirine is second on the depth chart behind Javante Williams, who may or may not be healthy. If you read the reports on him, they say, Eh, he might be ready. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> P. Ryan, you're going to get him maybe not even drafted. You might even be able to get this guy on the waivers after the fact. So um, that's something good to think about, man. If you get a guy that's it's going to just go four weeks for you and produce and be that one running back one for you on your team, I think it's definitely worth taking. Now, some of the risks with P. Ryan is, you know, he's only had one season in which he topped 600 yards, so that's something to to think about. We've never really seen him be the guy. Um, he's always had a little backup or been the backup most of his career, so those are some risks we're taking, but I think as low as you'll be able to get this guy on your drafts or – you know, on the waiver after the fact, I really think he's worth the risk, Trey. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we saw what P. Ryan did when Mixon uh, went out and was hurt. You know, P. Ryan came in and cleaned up. We know that um, that what Denver was doing last year with their offense wasn't working. Um, I don't know how they're going to reschedule it with the new coach, Sean Payton, and everything like that. But, you know, they're they're going to have a running game. And if uh, Jamal – if, if Javante Williams is out for this game or for the season or whatever it's going to look like. Um, if P. Ryan steps in, I really believe that he has what it takes to um, step up and be that guy for this team. Absolutely. I'm with you, buddy. Um, but let's jump it to number seven on our list, and that is the man, the myth, the legend, Anthony Richardson, rookie QB superstar. Um, first of all, you know, if you haven't heard of Anthony Richardson, you probably live under a rock. Um, this dude has been the talk of the NFL. Um, he broke all the quarterback records at the combine dude has a solid foundation team built around him. This is the one rookie quarterback that got drafted that I feel like the team, all they need was a quarterback. Um, a lot of these other guys like CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, you know, they, um, they, their team is not really fully ready for them, but I feel like the Colts team is pretty solid except for lacking a quarterback, and Richardson is there to fill that role. Um, they got a solid coaching staff around him. All the right boxes are checked to be great for fantasy. I mean, this dude runs on the ground. He's a monster athlete, and you're getting him in the eighth and ninth round in full-point PPR leagues. Um, I got him in the 12th in our mock draft. Um, and this is actually a quote from uh, the great Tom Brady. Oh, Uh, he said, lots of great friends tell me you're a better person than you are a quarterback. 
which says a lot because I've seen some of those throws you make. Ooh. Straight out of the Brady's mouth, baby. Tommy boy coming with the heat. I like that. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Richards got a cannon, man. I mean, he he did he broke all the records, like you said, for a reason, man. He's he's definitely uh gonna be something special to watch. The risks on Anthony Richardson, you know, he is a rookie quarterback. How many rookie quarterbacks have we seen come out? Um, super hyped up and just, you know, didn't quite get it done or, you know, got on the field and realized it was going to be a little harder than they thought, you know. Uh, hopefully, Anthony Richardson doesn't fall into these categories because I really like this kid. And I, I do know that the Colts have been a quarterback away for a long time. And it seems like the past two or three years we've been excited. This is the year the Colts get their guy, Carson Wentz. Nope. This is the year they get their guy, Matt Ryan. Hell no. And then Anthony Richardson, man, this has got to be that. I mean, you only get so much bad luck, you know? Exactly, exactly. And my thing is, is how, how far he's falling in drafts. I mean, every draft I've done, I pretty much grabbed him up as my backup quarterback. Even in Superflex, I got him as my third QB on my roster. Um, it's one of those guys that you just want on your team just in case this dude goes crazy. Um, it's somebody I'm looking for in every draft, and I can't wait to see him do it on the field. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. I can't wait to see it. But uh, let's move it on to the list. Let's go to the next guy. Number six. You know who I'm talking about. Jamal. He got heart. Williams, baby. Look, 28 years old. He's still got a couple of good years in him for sure. He's on the Saints now. That's something that I also like to see. All the news with Alvin Kamara coming out. Um, I mean, who knows? Uh, 17 touchdowns last season for Jamal Williams. Um, and something else I thought was interesting, four fumbles in his entire six-year career. That's something that I think is very impressive. Um, I think if you give Jamal Williams a chance on the Saints, I think he'll be worth it. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, Jamal Williams, we've already talked about it every episode. This dude has heart. He loves this game more than anyone. Um, and, you know, a lot of people will say those 17 touchdowns are just, you know, uh, not, a, not a great stat to look at and all these things. But name somebody who's done that in forever. I mean, just, I understand getting more touchdowns than before and blah, 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 blah. But 17 touchdowns, that's record numbers. Um you know, the Saints are probably going to use this guy just the same right around the goal line. And if Kamara gets suspended, they'll use him even more. I mean, this dude is going to get touchdowns and he's going to be an asset on your fantasy teams. For sure. For sure. And uh, some of the risks, obviously, we kind of discussed it. That's Alvin Kamara could not get suspended and just come out and be the guy. I think either way, they're going to get Jamal Williams in this offense. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but let's move it on to number five, my personal favorite on the list. You know who it is, my boy, Traylon Burks. Um, and I know what you're thinking, you know, Traylon Burks, uh, but there's a lot of hype around Traylon Burks right now. He's currently the wide receiver one on his team outside of Hopkins rumors. I know he's visiting this weekend, um, but even then, I still think he's going to be a great fantasy asset. Um, he's got the second year breakout going on. Tannehill even come out and said he was very proud of Burks's progress, um, loves everything that he's seen in practices and is so uh, excited to see the way this kid has grown. Um, and, you know, Burks, they did a little interview with Burks and he was talking about how, you know, in his rookie season, um, he was kind of just having uh, having fun playing fast. 
um, and worrying less about mistake areas. Um, and he's grown significantly, especially with the wide receiver coach that's been happening, helping him. He said that the wide receiver coach has really um, changed his look on the NFL and has really boosted his confidence. You know, he said in his rookie year, he was just kind of like not really sure if he was going to get the ball. He was just like, if it happens, it happens, just move on. Now he knows he has something to prove. He's going to be the wide receiver one on this team. And uh, his confidence level is through the roof and he's ready to go. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Traylon Burks, man, uh, he's definitely going to be the number one over there. I mean, like you said, in case D-Hop does come over, I just think that he's got something to prove. I think Traylon Burks is going to come out, do his thing. Hopefully Ryan Tannehill can get in the ball when he needs to. I think something that he really needs to work on is his separation. Uh, I think if you get him in man coverage, he is going to just bully those guys out and get those balls caught and be great for you on your fantasy team. Exactly, some some exactly. of the some of the risks for Traylon Burks though. We got to talk about those. Um last year I think is probably something to think about for the risks, but you know as you touched on, he's doing nothing but getting better. He also has said I can breathe now. I can breathe. That's kind of a big deal when you're talking about guys who are running constantly, you know? No doubt, no doubt. I love it. I think Traylon Burks is going to go off this year, buddy. But let's let's keep it going. We're going number four on this list, and we've got Jamar Gibbs, 5'9", 199 pounds. Dude ran a 4'36", 40-yard dash, and a number 77 overall in Madden 24, which is pretty impressive considering he's a rookie, and you know they usually give those guys nothing. Exactly. <laughs> he's impressing people with his pass catching, which we already kind of knew was going to happen coming out of Alabama. Uh, the, Alabama said that uh, sometimes they would get into a little bit of a, uh, uh, let's call it a, uh, a, a stiff part where they just couldn't get things moving. They get Jamar Gibbs in there, start catching some balls, and he would start making them great again. Um, smooth, smooth route runner. Uh, RB1 on the depth chart, which I think says something for sure. Um, they got rid of Swift for this man, and then you guys all watched Hard Knocks, and, and they seem to like Swift a lot. I just I just think they kind of traded Swift in kind of for a younger model, man, which is kind of messed up, but that's kind of the feeling I get. Um, also, you got to think David Montgomery is also going to be a running back on that team. I really do think it's going to be a good one-two punch. I think they're going to use David uh, Montgomery for that third bound, down back, and uh, I think uh, Jamar Gibbs is going to catch those balls out of the backfield, and I just mm, I can't wait. I think he's going to be great. Well, you know, let's talk about, you know, um, all the suspensions that are going on with the receivers on this team. Um, you know, there's not a lot of depth at receiver at this point. Jared Goff loves to throw the ball. We know that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, especially in, in, in full point PPR situations, I mean, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a, a great grab at running back and you're going to get him at value. He's a rookie running back. Um, and so for those guys that are kind of scared to take that first round risk on Bajan Robinson, you know, wait a little bit, get you some uh, Jameer Gibbs. I think it, uh, it'll be just as worth it absolutely absolutely and some of the risks i mean that's kind of obvious he uh number one is on the lions that's a risk but we've got high hopes for them this year and also a rookie coming out you know that hopefully we you know will college translate to nfl we never really know how that's going to turn out so um i think you could take a risk on jamar gibbs yeah, I mean, he played for Alabama, and, and I still think sometimes Alabama can beat the Texans. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right? No kidding. 
Uh, but let's move it on to the number three on our list, and that is Bandy's favorite, Odell Beckham Jr. Now, we know this guy is a producer for fantasy. He's done it in the past. I mean, we know he's a great receiver. Um, had a year off due to injury, but he's on a high-octane offense with the Ravens. Uh, you know, Lamar just got paid. He needs to prove himself. Um, and if you look at the receivers that the Ravens had last year, I mean, there was nobody really out there um, spotlight-worthy. Um, Odell is clearly the wide receiver one for this team. Um, he helped the Rams win the Super Bowl before he, the injury. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. And you're getting him in the ninth round in ADP. I mean, if you're getting a wide receiver one on, on a team like the Ravens in the ninth round, I think it's a shot worth taking. For sure, for sure. I, I agree with you. Um, we know that the Ravens have started to get some pieces for their pass game. I think OBJ is not going to be the guy who's on the field constantly, but I think they're going to put him on the field when they really need him. And OBJ is going to do what OBJ does, which also annoys me. And that's, you know, come through when they need him the most. Now, hopefully that kneecap is going to stay duct taped up and and he can stay healthy that being some of the risks involved with Odell Beckham but I think that's why we're seeing him fall later and later in drafts you know exactly exactly and if Odell's dad has anything to say about it Odell will get the work (laughs) absolutely absolutely you know he will you know he will um we're getting closer to the end here getting closer to the end buddy let's go to our number two guy a second quarterback on the list, making it in at number two, and that is Derek Carr. Um, something we've talked about on this podcast before. He's got the easiest schedule in the game. Um, uh, Derek Carr has always been underrated. Um, in his career, he's got 35,000 passing yards, 217 touchdowns. Some of the knock on Derek Carr is that he has only gone over 25 touchdowns once in his career. You know, for fantasy, that might be a little scary, but I, I really think that he's going to thrive in this Saints offense. And uh, to be completely honest with you, uh, I'm scared of the Saints this year, Trey. Yeah, I mean, you should be with Baker Mayfield, but uh, we'll leave that alone. Um, I do want to say, though, man, people hate on Derek Carr so much. And and you know what? I I really think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I mean, no, he's not a top five quarterback, but he's up there. And this dude, you know, he he may be lacking in the touchdown room, but he is not short in the yardage room because he will air it out. And that's what I love about fantasy. When when those quarterbacks just constantly are airing the ball out and getting those deep connection passes and now having the threat with Chris Olave, who is the deep threat guy, Mm -hmm. um, connecting with Derek Carr. I think that's going to be a solid connection every week, every time for your fantasy team. Um, And talking about having one of the easiest schedules, I just want to go over real quick the quarterbacks that the Saints are going to play against. Um, This is the list in order of who they're playing against this year. Starting out, you got Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Matt Jones, CJ Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Desmond Ritter, Jared Goff, Bryce Young again, Anthony Richardson again, Matthew Stafford, Baker again, and Desmond Ritter one last time. I mean, that is a super uh, easy schedule for any team to go against, if you ask me. 
Well, we've seen the Eagles do it last year, man, with the easy schedule. So maybe the Saints can uh, make something happen. You know, who they indeed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to say that, you know, Derek Carr is going to be a Jalen Hurts off of that, um, you know, how Jalen Hurts performed with an easy schedule last year. But, I mean, obviously he's going to produce in fantasy. You know, you know, you hear a lot of these fantasy um, podcasters and, and people that talk about fantasy football. You know, if, if it's a hard matchup, a lot of the times you don't want to play the quarterback. But then towards the easy matchups, you want to kind of play those teams yeah. well the saints have easy matchups all year long uh, i have no doubt the saints win their division no hate for your tampa bay buccaneers um, but i really think that they're going to pull off the division this year um, and that's a quarterback i want on my fantasy team a winning quarterback causes me to have a winning week um, which is what i'm interested in for sure for sure and and let's talk about where you can get Derek carr in your drafts i mean he's basically going as one of the last quarterbacks off the board because he is so underrated so there there is risk there because it is Derek carr and you just really never 100 percent know what you're going to get with the guy but i really do think um i think he's going to be worth the risk yeah he's going in the 12th uh 12th round in uh full point ppr i mean that's that's a a spot where you, you could already have your whole team planned out and you're like, you know what, just in case, you know, say you grab like a Lamar Jackson and you're still worried, you know, can Lamar do it? Grab you a Derek Carr at the back of the um, of the draft and, and you won't have to worry because I guarantee you this dude's going to put up enough points to help you survive when you need to. For sure. For sure. Let's uh, let's get to the number one top fantasy risk this season. And that is. Calvin Ridley. Yes, sir. Calvin Ridley, number zero on your programs, but number one on this list. Calvin Ridley is going to be wearing number zero this year. Uh, yeah, speaking of being number zero, that's how many plays he had last year. <laughs> So uh, it's definitely a risk for a player taking a year off. But, um, you know, Calvin really has had several years of production. He's coming off a year, uh, having a year off, not due to injury, which is a big factor. I think a lot of people are forgetting um, it was a suspension, you know, so it, it's not like he's recovering or anything like that. He's ready to go. Um, he's on a fire team with Trevor Lawrence. They are on the climb in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and he's going to be the wide receiver one on this team. I mean, they, they have kind of just pieced together their wide receivers the last couple of years. Um, you know, they're, he's one of the most promising uh, receivers in the NFL in the past. Um, 28 of his targets in his career came on, or 28% of his targets in his career came on deep threats. He caught 63% of deep targets. Um, that's a percentage I like out of a receiver. While and that, and mind you, that was while being a number two behind Julio Jones. Um, no mm -hmm. one is near the level of receiver he is on this team. Um, and you're taking him in the third round. I think he's easily going to be a top 10, if not a top five wide receiver. Um, and he's a 22nd wide receiver in ADP, according to Fantasy Pros. So I really love me some Calvin Ridley this year. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me too, man. And then don't forget, they got Christian Kirk over there. I mean, Kirk will take some of the coverage over there, too. And I just think these guys are going to work so well together, man. Um, last year, the Jags tied for 13th in most explosive catches in the league in 2020 calvin ridley had 40 so if that tells you anything uh that's hopefully something we have to look forward to um because they got trevor lawrence coming out man and he's starting to get better and better every week so trevor lawrence calvin ridley that's something i want to see and that's something i am totally worth taking a risk on trey 
Look, we know Calvin Ridley has something to prove. I mean, that year off with the suspension over betting and everything like that, he's wanting to tell everyone he is not done yet. He's very excited to play this game. And look, if one plus one equals two, I'm taking Calvin Ridley. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the risks with Calvin Ridley is basically what you just said. And that is, you know, he has had a year off. Will he be able to be his uh, old explosive self? I think so, man. I really do. No doubt. I love it. I love it, buddy. And that has been the top 10 fantasy risks worth taking for this 2023 season. We're getting closer, buddy. Every day, every day, every day. Guys, uh, if you're new to the channel, don't forget to check out our Patreon. It has officially launched. You can go to patreon.com slash fourth and flex. There are a few different levels, man. We can help you with your fantasy teams. We can help you with your drafts. We can help you with anything, man. Become a member of our Patreon and help support the calls. No doubt. And another thing, don't forget, we got merch, baby. If you need a mug, if you need a shirt, if you need anything, I mean, I got a shirt with half my face, half Trey's face on it, man. Tell me you don't want that in your closet. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. <laughs> Just hang in there, baby. Uh, if anything, get your hat. You know what I mean? Guys, it's down in the description below, man. Check all that stuff out. That's a great show, buddy. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Season's almost here. Uh, it's, it's it's pushing towards closer and closer, and I, and I cannot wait for the fantasy season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace out. Oh, the sound. I love the vibration <laughs> of the cars. <laughs> what was that? Tell take a night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I love about these races? <laughs> the vibration of the car. <laughs> You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at 4thandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at 4thandflex and on Twitter at 4thandflexpod. See you next time on the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.